0: According to Malcolm Gladwell in his book, Outliers, it takes 10,000 hours of practice before one can consider themselves an expert. Well, I don't know what he has to say about 10 years of something, but I have officially achieved that. It's wild to think about, but I uploaded my first YouTube video exactly 10 years ago. I uploaded it on January 1st, 2013. Oh my gosh, I feel like I was a child. I wasn't, I was a grown adult, but i I feel like I was a child and I feel like I have lived about 10 different lifetimes since that first upload. So today I wanted to share with you the 10 most important things that I've learned from 10 years on YouTube. And listen, I know that not all of you want to start YouTube channels. That's totally fine, but I hope that you will listen to this and apply it to whatever long-term goal that you're reaching towards in your life. Maybe it's a blog, maybe it's a YouTube, maybe it's just a business in general. I think these are going to be helpful tips for most. Long term goals. So, the first thing that I've learned about YouTube and really business in general is you have to love the game. I know it sounds really cheesy, it sounds really kind of head in the clouds ish to say that you have to love what you do, but like you do have to love what you do, especially for YouTube. Most of us are creating YouTube channels in addition to a full time job a business, a family, something else. Like most of us do not have the luxury of just being able to dedicate our lives to YouTube, especially when we're first starting out. So if this is gonna be kind of an extracurricular activity, if you will, you need to keep that motivation and really enjoy it. Now, that's not to say that there's not hard work involved because there absolutely is hard work, long nights, but it's funny you know when I talk about YouTube I'm always like I don't really consider that work even though that is certainly a part of my job and a part of my business I really love it I really love editing that's why I can't seem to give it up and outsource it because it is so fun to me I love the process of taking the footage off the camera and sometimes being a little bit unhappy with it and then working my editing magic and being like oh my gosh this actually turned out to be a really good video I like trying new things I like researching other people's YouTube videos I just I love it. If you are thinking of starting a YouTube channel because you want to get rich, because you want to get famous, because you think it's going to help your business and you don't actually like YouTube, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm sure it absolutely is, but I think it might be a little bit difficult for you. Just think about that. Think about either learning to love parts of the process, or maybe thinking about a different content format that you actually do really enjoy. The reason that you have to love the game is because it is a long game. Okay. It is a long game. I've been on YouTube for 10 years, technically a little bit more if you count my school film project, but 10 years of actually like dedicating myself to a YouTube channel. And I'm still not YouTube famous by any means. My channel is still very small on the grand scheme of things. I'm so grateful for every single one of you who tunes in, subscribes, comments, Seriously, like thinking of 144,000 people packed into a room terrifies me. So to me, this is a huge audience, but in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's really not, I think that speaks to one thing and that you have to define success for yourself. I would have considered myself successful on YouTube five years ago, seven years ago, really, because I was already seeing results in my business from it, even though they weren't as flashy, you know, the optics weren't as flashy. But with that said, you know, it—it it is a long game. It takes time. It takes time to start to like index for search. It takes time to build up a sort of reputation, to build up a community on this platform, to build trust with your audience. It takes time to get good. Oh my gosh. My first videos were like cringe, cringe.com. Okay. What was I wearing? Why did I talk like that? Why was I my head was cut off in my first video. And I think it's because I didn't have a tripod. I was using a point and shoot Samsung digital camera. Like, you know, it takes time to invest in equipment. It takes time for all of that stuff to really find your footing. So don't try to start a YouTube channel thinking I'm going to become internet famous tomorrow. Of course, those people do exist. We've all heard their stories, but they are far in few between. If you really study some of your favorite creators, again, take this more broad and think about business owners if you want to. Study your favorite entrepreneurs, study your favorite creators, go back at their ch- you know, on their channel. Most of them have been uploading for years. If not on that channel, on another channel, you know, they most people will tell you, "Oh yeah, I dabbled with five different channels before I really hit my sweet spot." So, don't get discouraged if you do not get overnight success. Just stick with it and buckle in again. This is why it's so important to love the game because, you know, honestly, 10 years has felt like just a few for me. It's went by really fast. With that said, consistency really is key. I can give you a ton of tips about equipment and structuring your videos and, you know, making things fancy. Like we can talk about that stuff. I also have some videos and of course, all about that stuff. I'll link all those somewhere where you can find them. But honestly, The number one thing that I want you to focus on before talking about fancy lenses and microphones and all this stuff is just getting consistent. Posting a weekly video for me over 10 years has honestly been my secret to success. I don't think I've skipped more than three or four weeks in 10 years. I have always posted at least one video a week. Sometimes I've posted two videos a week or three videos a week, like I'm doing right now, two videos a week. There were times in my YouTube career where I posted every day, like for VEDA, which is a vlogging challenge in April and August. I did that several years. I've done Vlogmas. And those things, they really help. One, yes, the algorithm, all that stuff. Who really knows what the YouTube algorithm like wants? I don't know. It's all a mystery. But it also helps me as a creator to learn and fail fast. It you know helped me get really comfortable with my equipment, get me comfortable talking to my audience and figuring out what topics they wanted to hear about. And it also helped me, like I said, fail fast and see what absolutely wasn't working. So I don't have to wait, you know, two weeks to post a video topic to see if it works. I'm just posting it day after day. So consistency really is such a big piece of the puzzle. Now with that said, I don't think consistency is more important than quality. I do think you have to find that balance And I've always been pretty proud of the content that I've created. There have been times where I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of putting something up because it feels like an obligation. And that's usually been when I have revisited my posting schedule. I've been like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to do three a week. That's kind of where I'm at right now in this season of business. I'm just really busy in the business. So I'm going back to two videos a week. I will hope to be back to three videos a week, you know, in Q2 or Q3 when business is a little slower but I don't wanna just pump out content just to pump out content. There's this phrase, it's the riches are in the niches, which I actually hate because I like to say niches. (laughs) Anyway, um, I, I do think that this is true. Listen, there's a lot of different reasons people start a YouTube channel. And if you wanna start a YouTube channel just for fun, go ham, go do whatever it is that you want. I love creating just like fun, personal, artsy, creative videos just for me, just to look back on my own memories. I, I have a second channel called Latash 2.0, where I have logged just like random things. And I hope to use that channel again this year. But listen, where my YouTube channel really took off was when I started posting content about business and getting really honed in specifically on one aspect of business, which at the time was social media management. For those who are new here, my YouTube channel started as a lifestyle and beauty and fashion channel. So I was doing makeup videos, I was doing vlogs, I was doing outfits of the day. Like it was that era of YouTube. I'm very embarrassed by my old content, but no shame. I also loved it and it was really fun. But you know, that content wasn't really suited for me. I, I, I'm not a makeup artist. I'm actually not that interested in makeup. I like it. It's fun, but I can't talk about it all day. But when I started talking about the stuff that, you know, I did do all day that I was really passionate about and that I was extremely knowledgeable about that is really where my channel started to grow. So stay focused. I don't want you to think that means that you can't ever post you know, something fun that you want to post because I think that you can, but when you're first building your channel, you really do need to focus on one particular topic. And then you can expand from there. Like that's kind of where I'm at now. I really did hone in on the social media manager audience for years. And now I'm saying, okay, let's also talk about, you know, online courses or video creation, things that that audience will probably also be interested in now that they've kind of, you know, done a few years as a social media manager and might be wanting to expand their business. So stay focused, at least for the beginning, before you start trying to do way too many things, because you'll confuse people, you'll confuse people, you'll confuse yourself. You're not going to have a consistent message and it's going to be kind of all over the place. (laughs) Next thing I've learned is that inspiration truly is everywhere. Whenever I feel like You know what? This is it. This is it. I have run out of topics. I am just going to shut up and close my channel and do something else with my life. I go outside or I go on a trip or I watch a video or I watch a movie or a TV show or I read a book or I listen to a podcast and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a million different ideas. The world is really abundant in ideas and in, you know, just people sharing knowledge, which is really cool. And even just not sharing knowledge, just like the sun on my skin inspires me. Okay, I know this is really cheesy, but it's true. Sometimes when we work for ourselves, when we work in you know, this small cramped studio all day and we work in our laptops, it's easy to forget that there's a whole world of possibilities out there. So if you ever feel like you need ideas, go for a walk, take a shower, that's where I get some of my best ideas. And also, you know, just speak from the heart and speak about what's going on in your life. And going back to the loving the game, I am such a YouTube fan. I don't watch TV, barely at all. I watch YouTube all the time and I watch like the most random YouTube videos. I watch very, very few other business, entrepreneurship, content creation type channels. Most of the channels I watch are about lifestyle, politics, um, you know, psychology, just random topics. And I get so much inspiration from all of those channels. And then I take it back and I make it my own. And what's cool about that is I'm creating my own unique original recipe because I'm not copying these other entrepreneurship creators. I am, I'm not copying, but I'm remixing these political channels or these psychology channels. And I'm taking what they're doing and remixing it into a business format. So you end up with something that's actually really unique. So, you know, if you ever feel lost for inspiration, don't just copy what your competitors are doing or what others are doing, but really immerse yourself in whatever you find interesting. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Just create an email list already. I'm telling you. Creating an email list is like one of the easiest things that you can do and something that I really wish I would have started earlier. Now, I'm, you know, no regrets. I'm really happy that I started it when I did, but oh my gosh, if I had an email list 10 years ago, I feel like, wow, like we, I would be like a few years ahead towards my revenue goals and all that stuff. So it's so easy to do. I don't care what you're doing. If you're making beauty content, if you're making finance content, if you're making business content, I don't care what you're doing just have a newsletter sign up. If you'd like to hear from me once a week, once a month, whatever you can commit to, pop your email in here. That's the simplest thing that you can do. That was one big change I made for 2022 is I got really serious about sending out a weekly email. I actually went up to two weekly emails and I did that very consistently for pretty much all of the weeks of the year. And my video views were way up. Now, I don't think that's the only reason my video views were up, but I definitely think that it helps. Also helps if you ever want to sell anything, which is my next thing that I've learned is that actually brand work is a little bit overrated. No offense to any of the brands that I've worked with. Listen, I've been really, really fortunate to work with some incredible sponsors. And when I first started YouTube or, you know, a few years into YouTube, when I started to realize how it all worked, how the money side of it all worked. Everyone would tell you, you don't make money from Google AdSense. The way that you make money is through sponsorships. And so that was what I just always believed is that should be my end goal, is to get sponsors, get sponsors. And I have gotten some amazing sponsors. I continue to work with some amazing sponsors, but that is no longer my number one goal. And in fact, you know, the money that I have made from sponsorships has been totally trumped by the money that I've made for my own business and my own digital products. So that is really what I recommend creators think about is how can you monetize for yourself? What can you sell of your own stuff instead of promoting some other brand? Whether that's, you know, one-on-one calls, a community t-shirts, merch, you know, a course, a service that you provide them. There were so many ways that you can really monetize, you know, on your own without having to be working with other brands. Because the thing is, there's been amazing brands I've worked with. And then there have been nightmare brands I've worked with, just like clients, you know, we all know, like they come in all shapes and sizes and the nightmare sponsors are like really bad nightmares. I mean, I was talking to a sponsor on my wedding day. They were upset with me because I wouldn't, you know, make a revision on my wedding day. And this was a project that was probably a couple thousand dollars. And don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for a couple thousand dollars, but I'm not going to sacrifice my wedding day for a couple thousand dollars. You know what I mean? So just remember that there were so many possibilities to monetize your online business and your YouTube channel just by focusing on your own stuff. There's only one you, I want you to remember that. And I'm telling myself that as a reminder as well, sometimes I can get down on myself, you know, 10 years, you would think that nothing ever gets me down, but I definitely get insecure. I definitely feel like a failure sometimes. And I can definitely compare myself sometimes. And there really is an audience for everybody There is a creator for every niche, for every personality type, for every goal. I know how to go viral on YouTube, okay? I do. I know the game. I know the thumbnail format. I know the keywords. Get rich, quick, six-figure, seven-figure, blah, 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 blah. Loud, hype, energetic, in-your-face. I know the recipe. I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. And there are people who really appreciate that. There are people who really identify with my style and there are going to be people who identify with your style as well. Whatever style that that is, whether that feels popular, whether that feels weird, whatever, there is going to be someone for you. I promise you. So be yourself, you know, and it feels a lot better to be yourself. It feels very weird when I am trying to please an algorithm versus when I am trying to please my people. What is the golden rule that I always tell you all? Think about how your content's helping people. At the end of the day, I'm always thinking, is my audience actually gonna like this or am I doing this because I think it's gonna go viral? Here's a little word to the wise. I don't wanna make this you know, too deep or too dark here, but don't get too comfortable. Always protect yourself. There are weirdos out there, and it can be really hard to think about that when there are so many amazing people. I mean, I'm telling you, I've met lifelong friends through creating YouTube videos. I have met some of my favorite clients. You know, I've made a lot of money on this platform from clients and stuff like, so there's so much good that it can sometimes feel like, no, there's not weirdos on the internet. But like, you know, I don't say too much just because I've never wanted to attract attention to These topics, or you know, embolden these people. You know, in 10 years, yes, I've had stalkers, I've had credit cards hacked, I've had a lot of bad things happen. Nothing I couldn't get through, but I just always want to remind you to be safe. You know, don't film where you live. I see vlogs sometimes and I'm like, girl, please, I could figure out where you lived in two seconds. You're showing outside of your window. You're showing major landmarks. You're you're telling everybody when you're going to be home alone. You're telling everyone your exact schedule and your husband's exact schedule and you know, just be really careful. If I could do it all over again, I would use a fake name or at least not use my last name. Nothing I can do about it now, but just remember to please be safe and protect yourself. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with is that you'll never feel ready. You'll never feel like you are prepared quite enough. I don't feel prepared enough filming this podcast today. I didn't feel prepared because there was just things that was going on technically. And I was like, I don't know, it's not looking right. Whatever. I'm just going to press record. Okay. That is like the story of my 10 years. I don't know too many creators. I'm sure there's some out there who are just ultra confident, but I don't know too many creators who feel 100% ready every time they shoot a video or who felt 100% ready when they first picked up the camera start with what you have for me that was a Samsung digital camera like digital camera like I'm not talking DSLR like the point and shoot kind of thing no microphone no tripod just a bunch of books And really no plan. If I was working with you as a client and you wanted me to help you build a YouTube channel, of course, we would like map it out. We would be strategic about it. But you know what? Honestly, you don't have to. The hardest part is starting. The hardest part is just starting and getting in that rhythm of posting content. You will learn, you will grow, you will evolve over time. I can't think of anything I've done for 10 years, you know, on a weekly basis that I haven't improved at even without like trying to improve, right? If you play piano every day for 10 years, you're just gonna get better because you're gonna wanna naturally wanna play harder songs. You're going to naturally just, you know, develop that muscle memory and learn the keys better. Like that's just how it works. And it's the same thing for YouTube or any long-term goal that you're working towards. So that's what I've learned in 10 years on YouTube. Let me know in the comments. If any of these tips resonated with you, let me know in the comments if you have a YouTube channel, if you wanna start a YouTube channel. But thank you so much, seriously, for 10 years, whether you just found me yesterday or today or you know, you've been here for many years. I really appreciate you and I'll be back with a new episode next week. Bye.